How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Okay, and how we doing? Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. I'm your host, Dr. Rob, and today I have another top topic. That's what I call my topics. They're not hot topics. They are top topics, and they're top topics because they have so much to do with the the life that we live and if these issues don't affect you they affect one of your family members or somebody you know and so today we're going to talk about how to handle rejection hmm that's a subject that um we don't hear talked about much at least i haven't And so I want to share some insight with you on the topic because understanding how to handle rejection could make a world of difference in your life. And I also want to point out, I just want to acknowledge my mentor, my mentor, Dr. Ken. Dr. Ken was a key contributor to, to two of my three books and In my book, Access Denied, he helped create what I call the Let Go Lab. And in that book, in the Let Go Lab, there's an exercise on how to handle rejection. And understanding what goes into that, I thought it would be, I thought it was important that we discuss this today. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope that the topic and the subjects that I discuss on this podcast, shed some insight, enlighten you, and and also perhaps hope you to find some help you to find some hope in some of the issues that you have to deal with on a daily basis. So, how to handle rejection? I would just like to start by saying I remember as a little boy, I was definitely afraid of girls. I was just so shy. When I went to my little kid parties. I, I would not dance, and my friends and the adults would encourage me to dance, but that was just one of my biggest fears, to dance with a girl. And so I think that carried over into my young adult life, whereas growing up in New York City as a young professional, you know, I had a nice job. I wore suits to work. I was well-dressed, had my own crib. I had a lot going on. However, 
when I would be standing on the subway platforms waiting for the trains to come and go so I can get back and forth to work, I would often see a young lady that I found attractive and I wanted to go over and introduce myself. However, the fear of rejection did not allow me to take that step. I, I literally, as much as I had going on with my education, my style of dress, my job, my looks, I was definitely afraid of being rejected. However, that's not the type of rejection that we are going to talk about today. I just wanted to share, share that with you because I too had my own fears of being rejected at that time. I am much better with it now, but now it's, you know, it's too late. I'm all married up and happily married and I love my wife. And so, and you know, ironically, she approached me even though I was no longer definitely afraid of girls, but I'm glad she did. One of the best things that ever happened to me in this life. And so moving on with the topic, how to handle rejection we're talking about rejection when it comes to being rejected in your relationship. When, when, when your mate or the other person decides that they no longer want to pursue or be in a relationship with you. And we usually find out about this, you know, sometimes right on the spot. I guess nowadays you, you find out by text, email, DM, Instagram, and so on and so forth. But when I was coming up, you know, usually you found out over the phone that, that you know, usually I found out over the phone that a particular young lady no longer wanted to uh, continue our relationship together. And so, you know, I've had my own ups and downs with that, but I was never, never, uh, I never became a stalker. I never, you know, begged anybody to stay with me. You know, you told me you, didn't want, you, you were not interested. It was like as much as I was not okay, I was okay. And I understood that I could move on and meet somebody else. And whenever I did that, it was always much better at the next level. And so the subject of rejection also gives life to being stalked, badgered, and 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 these experiences can have fatal endings. And so that's why we're talking about how to handle rejection. And I just want to, you to understand that when you are rejected. Your life is not over. In many instances, it may have just begun, but it really depends on how you look at this. But I just want to share some statistics with you that two-thirds of female victims are stalked by current or former boyfriends, classmates, or acquaintances. And many times, these experiences lead to to violence and harassment and just unnecessary stuff, if you will, 
because a relationship has ended. And, and, and then I want to point out before I move on that at least 25% or more, I'm sorry, of men are stalked by women. And these events, too, have violent tendencies and experiences. And the, the idea, I, I just want you to think about this. I just want you to think about this for a minute. The idea of stalking someone, you stalking someone, or someone stalking you, that, that says or indicates that you have, if you are the stalker, I'm saying, that you have totally lost yourself in or to another person. When you have become so obsessed with pursuing someone that is no longer interested in you, then that says that you you have lost yourself and you should never lose yourself not only to another person, but you should not lose yourself, period. Because the loss of self can lead to depression, anger, all types of emotional situations that do not render positive outcomes. And the stalking experience does not render positive outcomes because some of the common emotions include anger, obsessional thoughts, rage, abandonment, loneliness, dependency, jealousy, and even perceived betrayal, betrayal. Can you imagine that you're in a relationship with a person, just say not married, in a relationship, and you have all of those different types of emotions, anger, obsession, rage, abandonment, loneliness, I mean, each one of those are standalone issues. And that is not a good place to be. Let me see what my audience thinks about, about that. Yes. I mean, because your relationship suddenly ended, we feel, we, we can feel lonely, dependent, jealous, or feel betrayed that again my friend says that you have totally lost yourself in another person and I want to look at because see what we're really talking about here is how to handle rejection we we just I just shared some statistics with you on what happens to people when they are stalked or how many people are stalked both male and female and then some of the deep emotions that go into being rejected and, and what kind of feelings um, that renders, that feeling of rejection. So for me and you, self-esteem is most important to have good self-esteem. 
our self-esteem is is like the gas that makes our car run. Like like when we drive our car, we have to gas up so that we can, you know, uh, take the short drive, take the long drive, get stuck in traffic, or just drive on open highways. There's lots of, you know, ins and outs to driving, just like there is in life. So it is important to have good self-esteem because, see, having a sense of self precludes you, prevents you from losing yourself in another person. Because having good self-esteem also allows you to see life differently, to, to be more positive, to... To, to just to feel good about yourself uh, what what a better feeling than to feel good about yourself we can feel good about the game we can feel good while we're in church we can feel good when we're looking at nice gifts and presents on Christmas but there is no better feeling than feeling good about yourself and so improving your self-esteem, is one of the best ways to build yourself up to become more resilient, to to be able to bounce back from being rejected. I mean, I have to admit, even I've been in a number of relationships where I have been rejected, and I have rejected some, but I have been rejected, and I, and I mentioned that earlier. But I've been able to bounce back. I never lost myself in another person to the extent that I, I cannot let go of them. And, and then I turn into a stalker. So not only do we need to improve our self-esteem, you understand, take an inventory of what your strengths are and understand what your weaknesses are, and then work to improve your weaknesses, turn your weaknesses into strengths. In addition, we need to learn to let go. Like in life, there are just some things we we have to learn to let go. It's like when you have a glass, uh, like a real glass of water, and it slips out your hand and it breaks. You will no longer drink water out of that glass. You sweep it up and you put it in the trash. So we have to learn to let go of bad people, bad experiences, and anything else that that may, you know, consume us that does not allow us to feel good about ourselves. So, again, in terms of how to handle rejection, it's important to have good self-esteem. It's important to, to learn how to let go. It's important to learn how to forgive. It's also we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. It's also it's also important to understand that you may have played a, a role in the reason why you were rejected by the other person. So we cannot be afraid to look at ourselves because when we spend time blaming others, that is a good way to avoid not taking a look at yourself to see what you may have done to contribute to, to your being rejected. And we're going to continue on this dynamic subject, I have to step aside for a promo, and I'll be back 
on the other side, we'll talk about some other things that you can do to, uh, in order to handle rejection. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. Okay, so when you get a break in action, please check out my books, The Choices We Make, Access Denied, and light up your life. You can find my books on Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, and at my website, RelationshipReadiness.org. Thanks again. Okay, so we're talking about how to handle rejection. And before we left for the break, I had mentioned that improving your self-esteem. I mean, just think about that, that you can lose yourself by it, when you're stalking another person, when you are obsessed with another person, when you feel betrayed or angered. I mean, think about that. That's a lot of energy and emotion that you are giving to another person and subtracting from yourself. And when you subtract those, those deep emotions from yourself, you, you, you also diminish yourself. You diminish your way of life, your view of life. You, you further diminish who you are because you are already lost. And we do not want to be lost, especially in another person. It's okay to love. And some of us play hard and some of us love hard. And that's okay. But if you're going to love hard, by golly, love yourself hard as well. And then that way, that way, when you are disappointed or you feel rejected, you can bounce back. Because, see, in this life, in our relationships, it's not about stalking and falling face down in the mashed potatoes because we're so hurt and disappointed. It's about bouncing back. It's about bouncing back. So to continue on how to handle rejection, it is important to understand that if you are never rejected, then how do you expect to grow? How do you expect to, to look at yourself and think about, well, I could have did that better. What else do I need to do so that I can afford I'm sorry, avoid being rejected in the future. 
it's important. Like when I talk to my father, he always says, I say, Hey dad, how you doing? He's like, Rob, I'm learning to live and living to learn. And so in order to grow part of our growth, strangely enough, some of our worst, some of our worst experiences, (laughs) when some of our worst experiences are the best, uh, what, 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 what can, I'm trying to, you know, just put this together. Some of our best, ex, some of our worst experiences turn out to be some of our best life improvements, if that makes any sense. So, but understand that getting rejected may not be the worst thing. It also frees you up to perhaps meet somebody you're more compatible with. Somebody who is better for you. And so we have to, when, when you learn to grow because or after being rejected, you learn how to get better as a person or at things you want to achieve. You, you know, in this life, you have to learn. We have to learn how to be out of our comfort zone. When we're out of our comfort zone, we have to, we have to find comfort and discomfort, if that makes any sense to you. We have to find comfort and discomfort. I like that. What do you think about that, audience? Finding comfort and discomfort. And what do I mean by that when I say finding comfort and discomfort? Well, we're not always going to be able to enjoy ourselves in our comfort zone. And so when we are when we are pushed out of our comfort zone because of a, a life experience, because of a rejection, because we have good self-esteem, we've learned to let go of bad experiences and, and bad people, then when we are in an uncomfortable situation, we, we can figure out how to get comfortable so that we can move back to the situation where we feel more comfortable. Okay. So we have to be willing to step outside of our comfort zone. As I said, you have to build yourself esteem, build yourself image, but you should never fall too low when you face rejection. Remember, I'm going to just say this. We get rejected every day. You know, you go online shopping and you see so you see an item and then you order it and it says out of stock. And then you call the online customer service about that particular item and they say, "Well, Mr. Gardner, we're we're out of stock." And so we're we're rejected every day by employers. We get fired. How many times you've been fired? I've been fired a couple of times in my day. How many times have you been fired? Well, being fired is being rejected. We get rejected by family and friends. I remember growing up, my aunt Sally, you know, when I was, uh, you know, disrespected or I mean, being disrespectful or hard headed, she used to say, well, if you don't like it, get out, get out. Can you imagine that? So, so I have some experience with being rejected. And finally, I got out, and it was one of the best things I ever did to get my own apartment. So we get rejected by friends, 
by men, women. We get rejected in stores in almost every aspect of our lives. But understand that most rejection is not personal. If you if you get rejected in you know in a relationship or even your marriage, whatever wherever the, the context of that rejection may come from, it does not mean that you are not lovable. You know the old saying that one man's trash is another woman's treasure. And so everybody is not for us and you are not for everybody. And so it's important that you do not feel at the time of rejection that, that, that you cannot handle it. See, you notice I said, do not choose at the time of rejection that you cannot handle it because you can choose to handle the rejection in a good way, as disappointing as it is or as disappointed as you may feel. We're going to continue on with how to handle rejection on the other side of the break. I have to step aside for another promo. I'll see you on the other side of the break. Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. We provide management training and consulting services for all businesses in the areas of employee relations, unionized employees, progressive discipline, the annual review process, and emotional intelligence to develop effective leaders for your organization. And our relationship counseling services for individuals, couples, groups show you how to become relationship ready with improved self-esteem, resilience, and self-awareness. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B. Okay, welcome back. So we are going to continue on with our discussion about how to handle rejection. Another point I would like to share with you is keep rejection in perspective. Life is about perspective, how you see things, okay? So understand, when the situation happens, instead of allowing yourself, key word I said, instead of allowing yourself to overreact to perhaps act impulsively because of how you feel, take some time to think and put things in perspective. For example, you say, you know what? Did she just tell me that she doesn't want to be in this relationship with me anymore? Okay, well, you know what? I really didn't like her anyway. You understand? She just she couldn't cook. She didn't have the energy to match my energy. We we were incompatible, perhaps. 
you know, keep things in perspective. I'm not talking about putting the other person down. What I'm saying is understand what you're working with. Understand that tomorrow is a new day. You can try things a different way. Understand that, you know, you didn't just die. Your relationship ended perhaps suddenly. And so now you have to keep things in perspective. You know, we didn't seem compatible. I tried to like her. I did my best. You know, perhaps she just wasn't ready for what, you know, I was bringing to the table. Or perhaps I wasn't ready for what she was bringing to the table. Life is about perspective. And this is how we keep things under control. We, we think more. We, we work to look at how things are. We have to stay in reality. And we don't allow our emotions to run with our feelings and our thoughts. So understand that sometimes you might expect to be rejected, but not be afraid to go for what you want. See, that, that should have been, that should have been, you know, my mantra back in the day when I was definitely afraid to approach young ladies, you know, on the subway. And I, and I point out the subway because that used to happen a lot to and from work. And, um, you know, I just remember that I had to, to, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what I wanted to say there, but my real point is that I was, I was afraid of being rejected. But again, not the type of rejection that we're talking about right here. And so just understand that being rejected by a, a love interest or employer should never define you. Did I just say define you? What's up with that? That's a major bloop. <laughs> I have to laugh at myself. I said, I said, being rejected should never define you. Okay, I wanted to say, being rejected by a love interest or employer should never define you. Okay, just because someone thinks something different about you does not mean that is true. What's true is that you be true to yourself. You learn to love yourself. You improve your self-esteem. You learn to let go. And you understand that rejection is a part of life. Okay? It's, it's a part of everyday life. And I just want to point out before I wrap up the topic that even as a parent, I see with my children, you know, my wife and I, you know, you want your children to be happy. And so everything they ask for, we say yes, yes, yes. And then I find that when we say no, they plummet. They cannot handle no. I mean, they don't wild out or act out. But it's 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 a thing when when we say no. They're having difficulty handling rejection. So to deal with that, 
the wife and I, we decided that sometimes we, we have to say no to our children even when we can say yes because we want them to be able to understand and know how to handle rejection. Look at your own children, if you have children, and see how they behave when you say no. I mean, they lose their mind. So we have to bring them back to reality to understand that sometimes the answer is going to be no. Because too much of anything is no good for you. And as parents, you're probably doing too much. So I'm not telling you how to parent. I'm just suggesting that we start working with our children and teaching them how to handle rejection. And so it's important to understand that even when you can say yes, just to strike some balance, it's important to say no. And with that said, that's a wrap on the topic, how to handle rejection. Hopefully, I shared some insight with you on this. And if, it, if this doesn't apply to you, then please share this with someone else. You can find my podcast on uh, Apple, Spotify, and all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Thanks again, my friend, for listening in. I'm your host, Dr. Rob. Until the next time we meet, do the right thing when nobody's looking. I'll talk to you later. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.